0: This is the Troll Patrol,
1: live,
0: with Justin,
1: Freakin'. From my heart to yours, very merry Christmas week. We are just days away. I'm feeling festive. Good evening! Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Already bringing up Friday! Welcome to the Troll Patrol, live! Stop it, stop it, no, I don't want to go there. I just, I wanted Sparkles to leave it alone, wanted the chat to leave it alone, I wanted everybody to leave it alone. It was funny when she was all like, quackers, quackers, quackers! Oh, goddamn, we were having such a good show, too. Go back and watch us the clip where we're talking about like who we want to fucking VR that's up on YouTube. We're having a blast. You fuckers come in here and you gotta ruin everything. I got news for you. She wants me to turn the chat off for this Friday. She thinks you guys have lost your privileges. That you should not be allowed to comment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't say you specifically. I just used a generalized. The chat, the chat was responsible, not you specifically. I don't know when you tuned out. <laughs> oh God, I'm still cracking up over it. Well, I'll, so. Producer Dave, you don't know what happened on Friday. Somebody came in and tried to joke around about the whole cracker incident. And Sparkles doesn't know about any of that shit. And she went off on a rant. She said something like I was afraid she'd say. Like, look at me and call me the name like she did. <laughs> so I'm like, no, 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 no. Just drop it. Just drop it. Just drop it and she didn't realize what was going on and she thought the chat was trying to fuck with her it was all a big misunderstanding so then we had to have cocoa and eat I'm sorry I said we had truffles we did not have truffles we had F something Rochella Fiera Rochella fucking something with, with nuts in it He had to explain the difference between a truffle and whatever the fuck we were eating to me. I'm getting in the Christmas spirit here! Wishing for a white Christmas here on the Troll Patrol. I... Is he really that short? Did somebody Photoshop this? I didn't realize that Charlie Kirk was that tall. Is this this a real fucking photo? Or am I? Or am I getting fucked with here? <laughs> <laughs> because somebody, somebody could take it and you do number of things to manipulate it and make ben Shapiro look shorter. But damn, I'm not high enough for this shit. What are we talking about tonight? Fuck. It's been a long time since I did this shit. I was having the, the shoulder issues last week. I was having a hard time sitting in my chair. I'm in a different chair tonight. I'm getting ready to take my other chair apart and put it back together. I'm just, I'm just switching it up. Well, I took Thursday, Sunday off, so I didn't have to sit in a chair for hours. Wow, Charlie is six foot three. Damn, I didn't realize he was that tall. So, okay, this could indeed be an accurate picture. It's hard to get proportions right when you're looking at Charlie Kirk's face. And you're looking at Ben Shapiro's height. Okay, so be like five, five foot seven. That's not too awfully short. I've seen shorter people. I guess I put Candace at about fucking 5'10", 5, 5'11". 5, Optical delusion. Love it. I was going to talk about Jordan Peterson giving Ben Shapiro some relationship advice. We're going to save that for uh, a little surprise I got for you guys later. Apparently, boomers are actually to blame for the labor shortage in the U.S. New data shows more Starbucks are organizing after the first domino fell. We're going to talk about the Kellogg strike. Burgers are expected to. Vote on a tentative agreement tomorrow. Truckers are refusing to go to Colorado after a man received an incredibly draconian sentence for an accident. We're going to delve into that story. Plus, deliberations have begun in the Kimberly Potter trial. She is the cop that shot Deontay Wright thought she was reaching for her taser and grabbed her gun the jury deliberation has begun we're going to talk about the Hong Kong elections apparently very pro-Beijing politicians won election in Hong Kong's election I said election like fucking five times there Goddamn boomers we're going to check in on the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Fucking warlord read my mind. We on the same wavelength. You're my homie. It turns out Kanye West. His presidential campaign was funded by... Dun, 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 dun. Well the GOP donors who would have guessed it Lots of January 6th news Mo Brooks has admitted he communicated with one of the organizers of the rally Adam Kinzinger says that the panel is investigating Trump for his role in the riot Alex Jones Suing the January 6th committee. Trump is suing the New York Attorney General. Meanwhile, Gates is saying that Speaker Trump has a nice ring to it. This is not the first time that Matt Gates has floated that idea. Oh my God! Fucking... Um, Caitlin Bennett um, over the last few weeks... I think it was the last few weeks. I have no concept of time. Just recently turned religious. Apparently she was an atheist for all those years. Now she is religious Now that she got pregnant. In case you guys didn't know, she's she's very much pregnant. So apparently children will turn you religious. Happy Thanksgiving. This is her pinned post from January twenty
2: seventh. Hey guys, I'm back. Since I've been away for a few weeks, you've probably been wondering where I went. Well, I can definitely tell you I was not over at LibertyHangout.tv giving my uncensored opinions that social media has been banning Trump supporters. Of course I wasn't. Instead, I decided I would take the advice of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and I spent the last few weeks away at Jack Dorsey's camp for conservatives.
1: I wish you people could feel embarrassment. I have seen this joke over and over and over and over again. It didn't even originate with the Babylon Bee, I don't think. CNN quietly resets days since an employee committed a sex crime counter back to zero. Weird coming from rot-wingers. Whose favorite news organizations are full of sexual predators, I can assure you. But let's start off tonight with the big fucking story. Apparently it's, effect- it's sweeping the nation! It's affecting football teams, basketball teams... Shutting down schools, it's called the Omicron variant. Now accounting for 73% of new U.S. COVID cases. Omicron has raced ahead of other variants and is now the dominant version of the coronavirus in the U.S. We didn't even know what it was a month ago. Accounting for 73% of new infections last week. Federal health officials said on Monday the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention numbers showed nearly a six-fold increase in Omicron's share of infections in only one week. But of the country, it's even higher. Omicron is responsible for an estimated 90% or more of new infections in the New York area, the Southeast, the Industrial Midwest, and the Pacific Northwest. The national rate suggests that more than 650,000 Omicron infections occurred in the U.S. last week. Since the end of June, the Delta variant had been the main version causing U.S. infections. As recently as the end of November, more than 99.5% of coronaviruses were Delta, according to the CDC data. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky said the new numbers reflect the kind of growth seen in other countries. These numbers are stark, but they're not surprising. Scientists in South Africa first sounded the alarm about Omicron less than a month ago on November 26th. I mean they sounded the alarm less than a month ago And on November 26th The World Health Organization designated it A variant of concern Let's get the updated tally Of who all has the Coronavirus Some very high profile names Southwest CEO Gary Keller Tested positive for COVID-19 After testifying for a Senate committee The hearing was held by the Senate Commerce Committee where United Airlines CEO, American Airlines CEO, and Delta Airlines executives, uh, and the head of the flight attendants union, testified during an oversight hearing on the airline industry's $54 billion bailout. Gary Kelly did not wear a mask for some parts of the hearing and questioned the wearing of masks on flights. Two days after the Senate hearing and a day after testing positive for COVID, Gary Kelly states outright that he supports the mask mandate. Changed his tune, eh? Let's see if this article even has the updated list of politicians. Pro, Warren and Booker all test positive for breakthrough COVID-19 cases. Two U.S. US senators and a third lawmaker say they have tested positive for COVID-19. After having been vaccinated, Rand Paul, man, you've been talking about natural immunity. My God, my God, Rand, please, please tell me you haven't been vaccinated. I, I want to see you test out your natural immunity, Rand. Come on, Rand. I hope you haven't been vaccinated. I hope you haven't gotten a booster. We're getting ready to see a whole new wave of the anti-vaxxers die off here, because while early indications was that uh, were that the Omicron variant was milder, it seems that it is no less virulent than the Delta variant. U.S. Representative Jason Crow is the latest to announce he has tested positive. In a tweet on Sunday, the Colorado Democrat said he is fully vaccinated and got a booster shot and is experiencing only mild symptoms. Also on Sunday, Democratic Senators Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts and Cory Booker of New Jersey said they have tested positive for COVID-19. That was followed by Maryland Governor Larry Hogan testing positive this morning. Congress was on recess Monday for the holidays, but many lawmakers were in Washington last week meeting with colleagues and others on Capitol Hill. Gross said he tested positive after returning from an official congressional delegation visit to the Ukraine. Why are you traveling abroad during this? Oh, my God. Another another high-profile name testing positive? was on CNBC this morning talking about it.
3: A good deal of growing concern about uh, COVID yet again, Jim. I mean, here we are. i um, sitting here right. in, in, in Englewood Cliffs, our headquarters. You're at home right now. Um, I think right. that's where you are. Um, and, yeah, I'm and at home. And, you know, anecdotally, I think we can both say I, I, I've never known so many people who've, who've uh, got the virus. Now, thankfully, I've also, they're all. I got three of a kind. Yeah, three of a kind, uh, and we know what those are. Thankfully, everybody I know well, who's I, got I, it is- holding
1: them up like they're popsicles or some shit. Let me show you my popsicles. Uh, but it's right. everywhere,
4: now, I, it I feels like. Yes, you do. I have COVID. I came down with COVID on...
1: Jim Cramer cracks me up. I used to watch him just for fucking fun. He's He is not a smart man, but I, he's fucking entertaining. Uh, Thursday night, I
4: had tested in the morning. I didn't have COVID. Tested in the evening, I had COVID. Uh, Woke up Friday, felt pretty good. Woke up Saturday, worked out hard. Woke up yesterday, man, my hardest workout in ages. I got up at 4 o'clock as usual today. Uh, He amuses me. Because this keeps getting that second line. These are the Abbott, Bionics now. I recommend them to everyone. I actually have David, I have contact trace. I know exactly how I got it. And it's, it's certainly not encouraging. For people, because I was at an event where you had to have PCR. Uh, you had to be tested that day. I got it that night from someone who was tested that day. And the problem is, David, is that it just works so fast. You uh, you can't stop it. Meaning that I can test in the morning and feeling great. Yep. I test in the evening feeling great. But then I'm giving it to people. So I don't know. I feel so good. I
3: feel he was good. dancing around with his positive COVID test. Um, you know, it's funny because I've had similar conversations with a number of friends of late, uh, and again, it, it and it's all anecdotal. But so many people, uh, by right. far the most I've ever talked to directly. I mean, you'd call somebody you haven't spoken to in a, or in a week, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm isolating right, right now." Everybody I mean, got the COVID. The first times. But thankfully, most of these people also seem to be. Uh, largely asymptomatic. But you know what, Jim, that doesn't necessarily matter because you are not participating right now and in in doing much. And a lot of other people who want to do things are pulling. Oh, you're making Jim Cramer sad. He's upset he can't do much active during the holiday season or taking a trip. And so the question does become and this is, by the way, for the fully vaccinated and hopefully those people who've gotten boosters, because we do know and Moderna will get to that in a moment out with some at least some make. studies from the lab that show effectiveness for, for getting that booster in terms of against Omicron. But um, we do know that that could result in in people not doing stuff. And, in, 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 you know, it, it's not going to be a lockdown per se, hopefully from government in any way. Now, no, I am I
1: I hope that I can do a video here in a couple of weeks. No, I, I shouldn't say I hope. That's that's kind of morbid. But that I can do a video here in a couple of weeks of these people that are on TV that have been boosted and tested positive, and juxtapose that to the anti-vax radio hosts that are probably getting ready to die in
3: droves. If if they stuck to their guns. But at the same time, you certainly could have people who shut down their own activity.
4: Well, I would say this, David, and again, I keep emphasizing, as you do, anecdotal. Now, we'll hear from Moderna. I was triple vaccinated in Moderna. I actually had the strength. The last one was the strongest one. Uh, I came down with this, I guess, rather easily. Uh, I will say this. I want to apologize to my colleagues. I have come to work far more sick than I am now. Yeah,
1: you shouldn't do that.
4: A, I would say a level of selfishness that I want to show I can be here, and I've probably given people colds I've given people flu. Uh, but I don't want to give people this. That's why I thought this was so cool. Get the two lines. You know, it's so cool! Second line, especially in the morning when you didn't I know. have it. So, But I think there's
1: yeah. going to be an assuming the risk. Do you have to piss on it? How do you take that test?
4: You know, I did triple. Yeah, I've seen people just kind of not realize they were sick. Uh, my wife's a little more sick than I am. She had J&J and Moderna. I hope that Moderna doesn't say that they can uh, make it so that you don't get it. Because, like,
1: here we go. But I, I don't think we've done a good job of... Timbering expectations for anything Throughout this pandemic
4: You want to go out, you want to go to the movies And we'll be speaking to Adam Aaron And you uh, are triple vaccinated Uh, Other than the fact that you got to stay home Which is a huge bummer uh, I've had, there's never a cold That I've had that was as weak as this
3: Right Ever. Well that's what you want Jim Uh, That's what we all want
1: Shepard Smith here That's
3: what we all want for Jim
1: Cramer Get
3: well soon Jim
1: I don't think he's a bad guy. But like, there's just, there's so much hypocrisy. I hope Rand Paul did not get a booster. But let me give you a example of hypocrisy from these anti-vaxxers.
5: Guests of a holiday party thrown at Robert... I'll do it!
1: You shut up! Guests of a holiday party thrown at Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s home were urged to be vaccinated in order to attend, according to a report by Politico. Kennedy, the nephew of former President John F. Kennedy, is a longtime and prominent anti-vaccine advocate. Because of his history speaking against vaccination, guests were surprised when they received an invitation for a party at his California home that asked those attending to be vaccinated against the coronavirus and to take COVID-19 tests beforehand. Kennedy, however, told Politico... Uh, that it was the doing of his wife. Curb Your Enthusiasm Actress Wait a minute, he's married to Cheryl Hines? I did not know that. Well, as he said, the party was held for Hines' friends in the entertainment industry. Kennedy stated that he had not been aware of the contents of the invitation prior to the day of the party. I guess I'm not always the boss at my own house. He said that guess the guest test results and vaccination status were not verified upon arrival to the party at his home, per Politico. I I can't get I think less of Cheryl now. Oh my God. I fucking love her too. Mm. I mean, clearly she's not crazy, but she's married to a crazy motherfucker or a grifter. And that's even worse. If she just, if she knows he's a grifter, if he's an admitted grifter, that's even fucking worse. You're probably right. You're probably right. But now, I, I I fucking hope that these motherfuckers talking about natural immunity and shit put their money where their mouth is and did not get boosters. Let's hope Rand Paul didn't get vaccinated in the first place. Jim Jordan, what do you got to say about this? Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Dr. McCary, well, you're welcome. Thank you for calling me, Mister Chair, uh, Chairman. I was not expecting that, Jim Jordan. Many, um,
6: Too formal. You can call me Mister Freegan.
7: Budget at uh, CDC. Do you happen to know that?
6: CDC. It's about nine billion dollars, sir.
7: How, how about at NIAID? What's the budget there?
6: Six billion.
7: Six billion. Nine billion at CDC. Six billion. NIAID. What's what? What about NIH? What's the budget there? Uh,
6: between forty-two and forty-three billion.
7: 42 and 43. So I do the quick math, that's like 57 58 billion dollars. That's annual, right? Annual. Okay. And that, you know how many people work at uh, CDC?
6: Um at CDC and NIH together about 30,000 people.
7: 30,000. What about if you add in NIAID? You know how many that is? Or they're part of they're part of they're part of uh, uh, NIH as well, right? So 30, what was that number? That's right.
6: That's right, uh, 31,000 people between CDC and the numbers
7: guy. 1,000 people spending $58 billion. He's
6: doing the math right there. He's got a scratch sheet of paper next to him. He's done
7: a study on natural immunity.
6: If I can be honest, uh, Representative Jordan, I don't think they want to know the answer. It would undermine the indiscriminate vaccine, vaccination policy for every single. Human being, including extremely low risk so, people. So uh, I don't
1: know who he is talking to right now. Let's have got COVID. I'm uh, in. Mean, who is this witness? It doesn't say in the description on the hill.
7: Uh, since since we've had this virus, do you know
6: north of half of americans based on a columbia university study that showed one in 3 had covid at the end of last year a year ago so there's certainly a certainly
7: a a, a sufficient sample size to to do a study and there's 57 to 58 billion dollars some I mean, you can use some of that money <laughs>
8: to do a study you can get um, up to 22 of course
7: you know you got 30 some thousand people who could conceivably Do a study on a pretty fundamental uh, Question now I, I think We if- know that
1: antibodies uh, wane We know that uh, natural immunity isn't as Strong as uh, vaccine uh, immunity uh, And we know that uh, about 30% uh, of People uh, who contract COVID Do not retain antibodies uh, uh, Through natural uh, immunity
7: you know, Money coming from CDC NIH Nothing like that
6: No, sir. You'll never hear that from Jim Jordan
7: some thousand Employees helping you with your study No sir now, other countries, if, if I understand, I think this was in your opening statement as well. That's
1: why I want to, let's let's have a fucking case study with you, Jim Jordan. I hope you were not vaccinated. I'm going to assume you already caught it. I don't know for sure if you had caught it before. Try out that natural immunity, Jim Jordan. I want to see how that works for you. Other countries have done this study. Is that is that correct? Yes, it is a word game because, like fucking, Israel the vaccines
7: yes, sir.
1: create that natural immunity.
7: Study, if you could just refresh my memory, what it is real fine.
6: The Israel study is the largest study done worldwide, and it found that natural immunity, adjusted for age and comorbidity, is twenty-seven times more effective than vaccinated immunity. And they just put out on December fifth. Another that study same study said
1: 30% of people didn't develop natural, natural immunity than
6: vaccinated immunity.
1: But that was the same fucking study.
7: Scientists in our government at the at CDC and, and, and NIH, they don't account for that. They don't talk about that. They, what, what do they say about that study?
6: They never talk, international They never talk about it um, unless asked, but I would say that they are doing worse than being absent on the topic. They are undermining natural immunity through two studies that the CDC did that are so flawed, that are so uh, poorly put together. Honestly, they would not qualify for a seventh grade science fair. The results cannot be derived from the data. And it's a disgrace that those two studies were put out because it undermines the larger body of science.
7: So they won't talk about international studies that conclude that natural immunity is 27 times better than the vaccine. But they will do some bogus, two, two, in your words, some seventh grade science experiment studies using some of those 33,000 employees and using some of that $58 billion of the American taxpayer money. Uh, they will do that. that
6: That's right fair. That's fair. I will say their intention is noble, but just very paternalistic. And and apparently, believe, and from vaccinated plus say, having had, had infection creates like a super immunity. And think I'll just get the infection. We don't want people to do that, but we can be honest with the data and encourage vaccination at the same well, time. I think the
7: American people, particularly ones paying paying this is their money, they expect honesty and transparency from our government. They don't expect to be deceived. So, I mean, this is what gets me. We can spend money, some of that 58 billion and some of the resources at NIH and CDC can be used to fund gain of function research and give a grant to EcoHealth, who then sends some of that money to uh, a lab in in Wuhan, China. That's just fine. But we can't find any resources to deal with a fundamental question about natural immunity and so much
6: so that you have
7: to Uh. to do it yourself.
6: Right, the NIH spent twice as much money on aging research last year, the year of COVID, uh, more than they spent on COVID research.
7: (laughs) This would be laughable if it wasn't so serious. And the implications when you think about these mandates and everything else that's happening, what it's doing to our economy. Not to mention just being honest with the American people, who, after all, it's their money.
1: uh, But but yet we have we have the head. What the fuck is eight hundred thousand plus deaths doing to our economy? Do the
7: science and do the studies
1: that... What is that doing to families across the country? ...to
7: rely on international studies and your private study to get the truth to the American people.
6: We've subjected 72 million children to intense restrictions for two years, yet we don't have the most basic research. We've never had an NIH-funded study on masks in kids, and we've never had any information revealed by the CDC on... Whether or not any ch- they, healthy child has died, so of doctor, COVID. it's
7: either it's either they know the answer and don't want the American people, uh, they 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 know the answer and don't want the American people to. But to
1: we we know, know the data. We have seen counties that were, were have like, counties that were they, they masked versus
7: counties that were not masked, or they they're, they're not they're not sure the yeah, answer, I should say, sure. or they know the answer and are trying to hide it from the American. This people.
1: actually this this brings me to. I actually didn't have this on the list but I want to talk about it now because transitions well into it fucking Sagar and Jetty this morning on breaking points remember 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 breaking points they say that you know they are above the sensational journalism Uh, thank you Mr. Chairman god damn it what the And I already closed the browser. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I fucking copied it.
9: To accurately. There we
10: go.
11: All right, Sagar, what are you looking at?
10: Well, um, as you can all probably tell at this point in the show, I'm really mad at the situation that we have in the country right now. We've been in this... CDC year, lies. And- for two hours to get test results promised the name of this CDC lies sick, exposed on school masking and for the people I feel for the most though it's children they've lost years of their lives to COVID the paranoia of our public health bureaucracy and they are now learning with absolute uncertainty we have been hoodwinked for months Masks Sometimes my copy and paste subject. doesn't. The United States is one of the only it, it countries in the world that is pushing it as official policy. It is not like our results have been all that much better than the rest of the world. Parents, they're batshit crazy are up against us in some districts, but in many places it's not up to them. It's up to the state who have looked to the Center for Disease Control for guidance. But of course, we always have to ask the question now: What if the CDC, the organization we rely most on in this situation, is completely wrong? And, well, that's pretty much exactly the case when it comes to masks in school. Right now, the CDC recommends
1: all children. This article that he is citing while he is telling you the CDC is lying literally says scientists generally agree that according to research literature, wearing masks can help protect people from the coronavirus. It says it might be very small. However, we have seen in Tennessee that they did comparisons between the counties that had mask mandates and the ones that didn't. The ones that didn't have mask mandates had a significantly higher rate of cases and closures. Stick around for Echoplex and we'll talk about the TPUSA uh, uh, conference, whatever the fuck it is that's going on. Representative Jim Clyburn.
10: Oh, wait a minute. I guess I was going to bitch about Sagar, wasn't it? Wear a mask in school based specifically upon a study published in September that looked at 1,000 schools in Arizona where they said schools that didn't have a mask mandate were 3.5 times more likely to experience COVID outbreaks than ones that did. That's stunning, right? Well, as David Zweig points out at The Atlantic, this study, which the CDC director and public health people have been pushing relentlessly to justify the mask recommendation, it's a completely bunk study. First, Zweig points out that
1: the study... I can't imagine that's the only study that they're pushing because I know of multiple others. Remember, I like I signed at Tennessee because that's, that's the region I live in.
10: Schools in the study were open at any point in July. Some did not even begin class until August 10th, meaning that students in the latter group who didn't have mask mandates had twice as much more time to develop a COVID outbreak. It might influence the numbers. Furthermore, in terms of definitions that they used for school...
6: Why? Okay,
1: here, give me the logic. Why would the CDC... What do they stand to gain by pushing masks? As anyone with a brain can tell you, two cases in a school doesn't tell you a damn... Anyone with a brain will tell you that a child dying is tragic and there have been plenty that have died. But they're always going to throw that caveat out there, like healthy. They're going to say there's something. There was something wrong with them. They had a pre-existing condition. They were immunocompromised. So, how callous can you be? This is not the hill. Sager and uh, Crystal left the hill. They are on their own now, and this is their new show called Breaking Points. And I, uh, I, I really want to be able to debate Sagar and Jetty one day because I would eat him alive.
10: Damn thing about whether transmission actually happened within that school. Worse, guess what else the study didn't control for? Vaccination status amongst the staff (laughs) or students. David dug even deeper. He found that the study included virtual learning academies within it. Some were preschools. Some were programs otherwise.
1: Baked brick wall, indeed. And books that seem uh, subversive on the background, especially on whether
10: they had mistaken... I know.
1: I know. Over Crystal's crystal shoulder, she has manufacturing consent. To this
10: day, they say that their methodology was quote entirely appropriate for what they were looking at. Perhaps I'm boring you, and I don't want you. But I want you to remember this: this study is the single most cited one by the director of the CDC for a
1: remember he's putting up this graphic while saying that the cdc is lying still we know that masks reduce the spread of COVID 19 while in big bold letters cdc
10: lies A policy which is affecting tens of millions of children here in the united states it's a policy which has been shown clearly to have negative effects, reducing socialization in young children, increasing asthma attacks when it's worn during sporting events, and it is despised universally, nearly by all children forced to wear them, and the
1: parents. That's not know. what I've heard. As clear as
10: day, the CDC relied on this study and elevated it.
1: I've I've heard and that the and not to I've heard this. that the children who despise race. masks are universally of parents that are right-wing assholes and that most kids don't really care sauger
10: is the ultimate question what else are these people lying about if we cannot rely on the cdc to accurately assess risks to kids in schools and whether they should wear
1: masks, then what- If we can't rely on on Sagar and Jetty on breaking points to accurately represent what the the CDC is reporting,
10: what are we gonna do? ...anti-science
1: COVID restriction regime that is
10: destroying the lives of young people across this country. Prince George's County, right here in the DMV, is closing and going online school in January in response to the Omicron wave, despite glaring evidence that online schools doesn't work the kids are at risk from co- not at risk whatsoever from covid and that even when they're in schools they don't need to wear masks doesn't matter tens of
1: thousands of kids lives Where did he get this? That when they're in schools, they don't need to wear masks. Stanford University going online school. He questioned the CDC, didn't provide any fucking evidence to the contrary, and then just all of a sudden asserted when you're in school, you don't need to wear a mask, even though the graphics he put up on fucking screen said the mask reduced the spread of COVID. Sauger and Jetty, you are a lying sack of shit. How dare you accuse the CDC of lying.
10: January for the same reason, despite a literal vaccination requirement on campus. Universities like Dartmouth, where even a freaking booster is required, are forbidding all indoor. A freaking booster. From people from eating at their indoor dining hall. These policies are sweeping this
1: data, The data shows that if you are fully vaccinating that vaccination, that that, that, uh, uh, immunity wanes around six months, drops down to about a 30% protection with a booster. It shoots back up to higher than it was with the first two. But yet this asshole who has had COVID... Hadn't even acknowledged that it was his vaccination that kept him from getting incredibly sick with it. It's up here, the freaking booster.
10: And people are realizing. And
1: I like, I noticed. I noticed today when it like YouTube had given me a breaking points video. It said viewers of this channel also watch Dark Horse podcast. I'm like, yep, yep, that makes perfect fucking sense prevention strategy over the last two
10: years has not worked the impulse for more crackdowns will continue those of us who are adults we can manage somewhat we're miserable but we can survive what else though is the point of a civilization than to protect its young and ensure that they have a
1: better life on that my goal is to be like big enough to be able to debate Sagar and and Jetty one day we Give have me three or four or five years. Of some of I want to debate Sager and Jetty. And, and Spike Cohen. I want Spike songs. Cohen. I don't know what the way out from here is. I know that
10: it starts with us. We have to educate ourselves. We have to do our own research. Because the people who were charged with looking out for us betrayed the public trust. And they have put their ideology... He doesn't
1: even do a full show. He He does half a show. Not at the same time. Those are just my two... Those are the two that I want to debate.
10: That's the thing, Crystal. I mean, look, I don't even have
1: kids. You do. But, like, I read this, and you tell me about... When Sparkles was dating the dude that ran the Libertarian Party in Tennessee... I tried to get him to hook me up with Spike Cohen. I was like, please, get Spike Cohen on the Troll Patrol for me. Cap stage, man. All right, back to actual policymakers and serious shit. This is Representative Jim Clyburn finally talking about something that that we have talked about on this show multiple times, and that is vaccine inequality throughout the world.
12: global coronavirus vaccination campaign to combat the pandemic with more than $1.6 billion committed, nearly 300 million vaccine doses donated, and more than 800 million additional doses pledged. Our country leads all others by a significant margin on all of these metrics, and we have called on our international partners to do more to address vaccine inequity.
1: Well, that's that we should, and we've been hogging the vaccines. Like, that's patting yourself on the like. I thought I was going to give this mother this motherfucker props when I was. Going into this video, instead, he's like wanting to pat himself on the back for doing like almost next to fucking nothing. It's like Elon Musk wanting props for paying 10 billion in taxes, which amounts to about a 3% tax rate. Fuck off, dude. Fuck off. I'm not that's high that's enough
12: bad. for this shit. What would you say for the benefits?
1: Release the goddamn IP. Fuck Pfizer and Moderna's profits.
8: Yes, yes, producer Dave. Mr. Chairman, as we heard very eloquently uh, from our economic speakers also, uh, there's no doubt that he in the United States, because of the failure to uh, get this pandemic under control, we still have healthcare rationing going on. We have schools, businesses, et cetera, disrupted supply chain. But that plays out globally also. And until if we want to protect people, we have to protect everyone. Otherwise, we will continue to have new variants emerge and make their ways onto our shores and force us into another cycle of of, uh, aggressive prevention strategies. So, yes, the U.S. has taken the global ship role. And my worry is we're not going to take aggressive prevention strategies. Partners to say other countries need to step up. The
1: right has been out in front of this. Oh, it's mild, it's mild, it's mild. They've No, no, they have not tempered expectations whatsoever. We're getting ready to see a wave. This, this might be the, the worst wave. This is going to put last year to shame, December through January. Oh, my God. Going to be so sad,
8: also, and continue these, but it's also going to be predominantly isolated in the non-vaxxed supply, community. So, vaccine access and to address the misinformation that's rampant in the United States, we see it all the time, uh, here in the U.S., unfortunately, and it's now made its way worldwide. Yeah, we're not exclusive, uh, hesitancy. Uh, so we need to address all three of those issues. And as you he- as I said during my testimony, we answered this question with the HIV pandemic, when we said profit will not trump lives. Uh, And those were the decisions we made then to make sure Ah. HIV treatment was available to everybody worldwide. It's a simple decision for us to make now. The US owns the Moderna patent uh, and it can clearly make it available to the global community. The global WHO has set up an mRNA technology hub that's ready to make this happen. So uh, it's not a matter as if countries could not scale up if they were not issued these license and assistance with know-how. They clearly can scale up. We can have national hubs that are producing vaccine get us closer to getting a global community vaccine. I mean, at least we're talking about
1: this in the
12: House. Very much for that. I uh, I know that we're going to be a bit uh, convoluted, Uh, As we go through this today
1: convoluted indeed on such a simple fucking thing. I don't like Cliver. Oh, here you guys are going to love this. Unfortunately, it would seem that we are no longer on Trump dies of COVID watch. Because he was asked if he had had a booster. And his response got him booed by his audience. Fuck. It doesn't work in Microsoft Edge.
3: Oh,
0: fucking shit!
1: one moment? Here is the clip. This is the Bill O'Reilly-Trump uh, tour that they're on that is apparently not attracting very many people.
13: But look, we did something that was historic. We saved tens of millions of lives worldwide. We, together, all of us, not me, we, we got a vaccine done, three vaccines done,
1: and tremendous therapy. I don't think you like, had anything to do Colorado with it, you asshole. We saved a
13: lot of lives. We got a vaccine done in less than nine months. It was supposed to take from five to 12 years because of that vaccine. Because of that vaccine, millions and millions of people. I think this would have been the Spanish flu of 1917, where up to 100 million people died. This was going to ravage the country far beyond what it is right now. Take credit for it. Take credit for it. It's a great... What we've done is historic. Don't let them take it away. Don't take it away from ourselves.
1: You're Didn't did I report right that we had more people die in the, the U.S. than vaccine. in the
13: if you don't want to take 1918 it, you flu? To take it.
1: No mandates. But take credit,
13: because we saved tens of millions of lives. Take credit. Don't let them take that away from you.
14: Okay, so the president made news... Do you agree with that? Right?
1: Yes. 675,000 of the deaths in the 1918 flu occurred here in the United States. We have surpassed that number by quite a bit.
12: Both the president and I are vaxxed. Uh, did you get the booster? Yes. I got it too. Okay, so...
13: Um, oh, don't, 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 don't. That's a, it's a very tiny group.
1: Booed. Booed because he got the booster. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take that graphic off the panel because clearly we're we're no longer on.
0: Trump dies of COVID. Watch.
1: That was fun while while it lasted. They they were yelling booster. <laughs>
15: How is Matt Gaetz still in Congress? I want to know. That was CNN's John King, and he is clearly an imbecile. I didn't even bring up Trump as Speaker. A reporter asked me about it, and I responded honestly. And frankly, Speaker Trump has a great ring to it. And you see that it just triggers them into these frantic false allegations. Like that we are unpatriotic. Who the fuck gave him a show? When did this happen? Firebrand
1: with Matt Gates. What the fuck does this air on? Scan to subscribe, or is it just his own like video podcast? Except, ironically enough, the QAnon people love him. The dude
15: accused of trafficking a child. Pardon me. But I don't take lectures on patriotism from a network that peddled the Russia hoax for years, only to then hire some of the greatest affronts to patriotism in our time, Andrew McCabe and James Clapper. Andrew McCabe repeatedly told lies about his media leaks and political activity when he was questioned by the Department of Justice's Inspector General. That's against the law. In fact, the greatest threats to our nation, liars like Clapper and McCabe, they benefit directly, financially, from the corrupt, unpatriotic revolving door between the deep state and CNN. That was
1: CNN more dangerous than the January 6th protesters. That's what it is, Chiron said. It is very simple, Chiron, by the way. My graphics look better than Matt Gates's graphics. Oh, fuck yourself, dude. Speaker Trump, my ass. Trump is suing the New York Attorney General. Former President Donald Trump sued New York Attorney General Letitia James on Monday, seeking to end a years-long civil investigation into his business practices that he alleges is purely political. In the lawsuit filed two weeks after James requested that Trump sit for a January seventh deposition. Trump contends the probe into matters including his company's valuation of assets has violated his constitutional rights in a thinly veiled effort to publicly malign Trump and his associates. The lawsuit describes James, a Democrat, as having personal disdain for Trump because, you know, that's grounds for a suit. points to numerous statements she made targeting him in recent years, including her support of die-in protests against him, Boast that her office sued his administration 76 times, which is weird, you know, given the fact that Republicans are constantly bragging about, like, they ran on how many times they sued Obama, how many times they're suing Biden for, like, just trying to stop the mandates. And tweets during her 2018 campaign that she had her eyes on Trump Tower and that Trump was running out of time. Oh, you know she's on the right track. And apparently, like, if she is wanting Trump to sit for a deposition on January the 7th, that's like the last part of the investigation. They have talked to everybody else. They have their entire case 100% sound. Because when he is going to sit down in front of them... They are expecting him to lie like a motherfucker. And they will, they're going to ask him questions they already know the answer to. That's what, that's what a lawyer does during a deposition. Expecting him to try to fucking bullshit them. Permission is guided solely by political animus and a desire to harass, intimidate, and retaliate against a private citizen who she views as a political opponent. is According to the former president's lawyers, who wrote it in the lawsuit filed on behalf of Trump and his company, the Trump Organization. James had announced a run for New York governor in late October, but earlier this month she suspended that campaign and cited ongoing investigations in her decision to instead seek re-election as state attorney general. Fuck it, we're on the we're on the same page, Dustin. Same wavelength. Lawsuits abound. Alex Jones, who believes they're turning the frogs gay. To the House January sixth committee. Ooh, we get a video with this one.
16: A major legal victory for the Sandy Hook families who sued InfoWars founder and noted conspiracy theorist, Alex... That's
1: not what... That's not... Okay, we don't get a video with it. Conspiracy theorist and right-wing provocateur, Alex Jones. The video was unrelated to the article. He says he will not comply with demands the House Select Committee investigating January 6 made for his testimony and records according to a new lawsuit he filed on Monday. The lawsuit seeks to block the subpoenas and claims Jones should be protected under the First Amendment. He says that he will also decline to answer questions as so as to not incriminate himself. Plans at a moment when the committee has pushed aggressively for witnesses to share what they know about the planning of January 6 rallies and then President Donald Trump's reaction to violence at the U.S. Capitol, with some key figures helping the investigation while others, especially those who are well-known among Trump's far-right supporters, are refusing to comply. The committee in recent week the, the low-level peons like your Brandon Strakas, they're cooperating. People that are close to Trump that think they can get away with it, like Alex Jones. But Alex Jones didn't cooperate with any of the Sandy Hook lawsuits. That's why the judgment came down against him because he just didn't fucking show up. Was that a big old bowl of chili? The committee in recent weeks has sought phone records from more than 100 people, including Jones, and sent subpoenas directly to at least 50 people. The committee has called Jones to testify on January 10th, according to the lawsuit. Boy, we're going to have some fun in January. The Troll Patrol might have to live stream a couple of these committee hearings. Deposition scheduled for last Saturday has been postponed. An aide told CNN last week the InfoWars host was engaging with the panel, but in his lawsuit, Jones implies that any talks he may have had with the committee went off the rails. Yeah, I bet, I bet the talks went off the rails and not Jones himself. He fears the House will refer him to the Justice Department for criminal contempt an approach they've taken with two witnesses so far. Meadows and former Trump advisor Steve Bannon, who failed to appear by the House's deadline and has been charged with a misdemeanor, which will not be adjudicated until July of next year. Jones says he offered to hand over documents and answer questions in writing rather than in in an interview, which prompted the House committee to refuse to accept any records he had. The attempt to drag the House investigation into court follows other legal challenges from witnesses uh, congressional investigators have pursued, including Mark Meadows and Ollie Alexander. That was that dude. Ah, fuck. This is back earlier in the year. I was was watching some shit on Echoplex. Probably post January 6th. And I pointed to a guy. I was like, who's this dude? He's got to be somebody. And it was Ali Alexander. Yeah, this dude right here. I didn't know his name at the time, but turns out uh He's pretty high up in all of this uh stop the steal... fucking <laughs> Except for whoever took the door. Well, now now I've heard like Robert Evans has detailed him on several podcasts. And like, apparently he was very influential in those conspiracy circles. I had fucking no clue. Jones has notified the select committee that he intends to... <laughs> fuck yeah, door... He intends to plead his right to remain silent under the Fifth Amendment. The Select Committee has suggested that it may turn to the courts to seek a grant of immunity for Jones and other witnesses. God, give, give Alex Jones immunity and let him come in there and tell He'll flip. We saw the video where he was talking about like how pissed off he was at Trump. Give him immunity. This Weasley motherfucker will turn on a dime. He will he will cover his ass in a heartbeat. Give him fucking immunity and let him talk. He will We'll say some bullshit too. We'll say shit that's not true. Representative Adam Kinzinger, who is counting down the days, less than a year until he leaves office, says January 6th panel is investigating Trump's involvement in the insurrection.
11: I want to play something your fellow Republican on the committee, Congresswoman Liz Cheney, said this week.
16: Did Donald Trump, through action or inaction corruptly seek to obstruct or impede Congress's official proceedings to count electoral votes.
11: Oh, well, yeah. Now, in that question, she appears to be deliberately referencing the language in a criminal statute, quote, whoever corruptly obstructs, influences, or impedes any official proceeding or attempts to do so shall be fined or imprisoned not more than 20 years or both, unquote. Do you believe that... That is exactly what he did. And is, is that something the committee's explicitly investigating
5: I, I don't want to go there yet to say do i believe he has i think that's obviously a, a, a pretty big thing to say i, I, I believe he has so, he's a traitor to the traitor fucking country by the end of our investigation and by the time our report is out have a pretty good idea we'll be able to uh, you know have out on the public record anything justice department needs maybe in, in in pursuit of that nobody jake is above the law nobody not the president he's not a king not former presidents. They aren't former kings. Nobody is above the law. I, and if the I, president, I've, you know I've yet to see it. And if allowed what happened on January 6th to happen, and in fact was giddy about it, um, and that violates a criminal statute, he, sh- he needs to be held accountable for that. I'm not ready to go there yet, but I sure tell you, uh, I have a lot of questions about what the president was up to.
11: So you are looking into that?
1: You tell me nobody's above the law, but yeah, there are some so high-profile names on right? Pedo Island.
5: January 6th is a very important day. We will get every bit of detail that we can possibly get on that. What I think, so that's important for the president's role, but what I think is almost more... Did I hear that your queen is having health problems? What is the rot in the democracy that allowed the 6th to happen? And have we corrected from that... The Republican Party, sir. What really matters to me is, I want to hold the people guilty accountable, but I want to make sure this never happens again. Otherwise, January 6th will have been, yes, a failed trial run... But sometimes a failed trial run is the best practice to get one that succeeds. A coup that would succeed in the top. I'm
1: fucking worried. Like, the the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, what remains of those organizations, and the, the smaller groups are all pushing to run for office, run for fucking school board, city council, and shit. Meanwhile, I'm having fights with my own fucking friends. Call me like a Democratic shill and shit. <laughs> Go shill for Democrats elsewhere, Justin. I'm sure your neoliberal Bill Maher show will get picked up by CNN eventually. Well, my own friend said that to me. Bo well, Brooks admits communications with far-right activists behind January 6th Stop the Steal rally. The Producer Dave. Brooks, through a spokesman in January, responded to the Alabama political reporter and said that he had no recollection of communing, uh, communicating with Ali Alexander. There's that name again. Congressman Mo Brooks, a Republican from Alabama, on December 16th got a text message from far right activist Ali Alexander, the man behind the Stop the Steal rally at the U.S. Capitol on January the 6th. Brooks' spokesperson of 27 Days Later told APR that the congressman had no recollection of ever communicating in any way with whoever Ali Alexander is. That earlier denial came undone after Alexander supplied text messages, documents, and testimony to the January 6th committee about his communications with Republican lawmakers ahead of the deadly January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Alexander discussed those communications in a lawsuit his attorney filed Friday in an attempt to prevent the committee from getting his full phone records. God damn, these people are hiding so much. Alexander, in the complaint, said he testified to the committee on, De- on December 9th, telling lawmakers he had a few phone conversations with Representative Paul Gozar. Uh, uh, texted Brooks and spoke to Representative Andy Biggs. Brooks on Saturday released the text he got from Alexander in addition to lengthy comments appearing to attempt to downplay the significance of that communication, calling the text 100% benign. Could we see criminal charges... Coming at some of these representatives.
17: Joining me now, Joyce Vance, former United States attorney and University of Alabama law school professor. She's also an MSNBC legal contributor. And Harry Littman, former United States attorney as well, the host of Talking Feds podcast and legal affairs columnist for the Los Angeles Times. Harry, I'm going to start with you. This committee has interviewed well over 300 people so far. Last week, we learned some new details about specific lawmakers like Jim Jordan, who were revealed to have been involved. We also just learned that Stop the Steel organizer Ali Alexander told the committee that he spoke with Paul Gosar, potentially Mo Brooks and Andy Biggs prior to the Capitol riot. Harry, when can we expect the committee to subpoena some of these people? I mean, does the fact that they're members of Congress give them some kind of protection, legal protection, maybe in some way from being subpoenaed?
18: Well, it would often give them a kind of diplomatic uh, protection, and it feels like a third rail, Katie. But I think they're going to step on it, and soon, as you've mentioned, we now have evidence tying them to the Ali Alexanders of the world, but also they need to be expelled from Congress through him. To Donald Trump. And I thought it was a dramatic game changer this week when Liz Cheney came out and gave us chapter and verse about them. And they've as much as tele- telegraphed, in fact, even more so today on the shows, they're going after them. And, you know, that's going to be quite a brouhaha. Talk about a hornet's nest in Congress, but I think they a brouhaha. And pretty darn soon.
17: Joyce, I'd like you to listen to some comments from January 6th committee chair Liz Cheney this week regarding Donald Trump.
1: Locking them up. They are witnesses in this. Mr.
16: Meadows' testimony will bear on another key question.
1: I have no clue what just happened on their broadcast.
16: Did Donald Trump, through action or inaction corruptly seek to obstruct or impede Congress's official proceedings to count electoral votes. We know that for 187 minutes, President Trump refused to act and he refused to act when his action was required. It was essential and it was compelled by his duty, compelled by his oath of office. Liz Cheney,
17: she's not being shy, Joyce. Sure sounds like, to me, she's laying the groundwork for potential criminal charges against... Anyone
1: who doesn't suck Trump's cock is a rhino. ...the federal
17: obstruction statute. Do you think we're going to see a prosecution under that? And do you think he's going to see a subpoena?
19: Haney doesn't have the ability to make decisions about prosecuting. But but in this day and age, she has something that's perhaps a bit more important. She has a public bully pulpit. She has the ability to gather information. And ultimately, the bipartisan committee that she's a part of will have the ability to make a referral to the Justice Department if they believe they've developed evidence of a crime. And it sure looks like Liz Cheney, even at this early point, believes that they're headed towards, at a minimum, uh, evidence of obstruction of a government. Oh, wow,
1: Dustin, that is not where I thought that was going
19: you're in a long, complicated jury trial. You're a little bit concerned that the jury's attention may
1: have wandered. So I'm you reading, you and I'm like, yeah,
19: back yeah, up. yeah, You drop yeah. a book. Or
1: whoa, you whoa!
19: This week, Liz Cheney smacked the table loudly to wake everyone up and to say, don't worry, we haven't broken faith with you. We're investigating, and yes, there will be implications from this investigation for the former president. I, I think like Harry, it was a very strongly telegraphed message, and it was really one of the few signs of hope we've had as so many people have given up on seeing accountability for the former administration. You
1: had me in the first half, Harry, not gonna lie. Not
17: ...accountability, do you think it's even worth the committee's time? an effort to even try to subpoena former president Donald Trump. I and mean, we've seen how he specializes in running out the
18: clock. Sure. Uh, you, you fucking know, A subpoena him. Go for it. There's still value there. But look, I would have thought, and I think everyone would have.
1: Make, Make him hire lawyers again. Make and him pay to fucking litigate something time.
18: else. And I don't give a Mary shit. Carlin had no appetite for it. But when, the Cong- when a select committee of the Congress of the United States makes a referral... Merrick Garland's got to take that seriously and give it a hard look. So the dynamics change a lot. I just – I don't understand we why, like, we couldn't have a court date, him, like, into January. Him. Look, Joyce read the language. You read the language. Do we have – do they have evidence that Trump impeded the January 6th proceeding? You know, it it, it seems almost a, a gimme in, when you put it that way. So – I think they may... Whether or not they subpoena him is... A- oh, you
1: missed the people saying dumb shit about COVID part of the show. We already did that.
18: Now I think there's a pretty decent shot. Joyce,
17: I want you to listen to what committee member Adam Kinzinger said earlier today about the text messages. We're,
1: we're in the dump on Trump section. We're getting ready to go to the mock mansion
5: section. Not saying things like... Hey, Mark Meadows, why don't you make sure all the votes are counted and then whoever has the most wins. It's going around the nuances of the law or it's saying, Here's Mrs. Its technicality To win. And I think that's why we have to look at the Electoral Count Act and, and say, look, if there's people that know the technicality of this and how to win against the will of the people, something is wrong that we have to change on that.
17: So, Joyce, quickly, I mean, Kissinger's talking about these technicalities. Isn't That's a good
1: question. I don't know what the finances, current count is. Are they
17: literally just legal loopholes
19: that need to be buttoned up? Well, we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg with these texts. And there's more investigation. We're
1: currently sitting at 858,000
19: <laughs> cases. So many of these folks will end up testifying to the committee or at least having the opportunity to do so. But what this points to is the importance of passing the two voting, the, the two election protection bills that are pending in the Senate. One that would restore the Voting Rights Act. The other that would provide additional security around elections and make it a Eight hundred and three
1: thousand total deaths. suppression bills. You know, it's I'm sorry, I should round up and say eight hundred and four thousand. That's an absolute conservative count.
19: about voter. I
1: wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt that it's not fucking one point five million.
19: Democrats are winning elections because of voter fraud, but ultimately that's not true, and voter fraud has no impact on our elections. The real problem is voter suppression, and that's what these texts point
1: to. We seemingly had around Always a million excess Joyce deaths Vance last Harry year. Littman
17: for your time and okay. for your insight. Thanks, Up next, the political landmines many of us... At,
1: no, avoid, no. It's going to be impossible to know.
17: Holidays. And at the top of the hour, I will ask Congressman Brendan Boyle what he thinks...
1: We'll probably be able to get uh, a, a very good estimate at some point. We'll get a range. Kanye West's independent campaign was secretly run by GOP elites because, of course, it was. The campaign took steps, experts say, to mask its connection to GOP operatives. It could not violate federal election laws. And then we know that fucking Kanye's publicist was bullying somebody over fucking an election official in, in Georgia. New documents show Kanye West's doom White House... He might need to be called to testify in front of the January 6th committee. Fucking Kanye! Now that would be a brouhaha! New documents show Kanye West's doom White House campaign and styled as an independent third-party effort appears to have been disguised, potentially... Millions of dollars in services it received from a a secretive network of Republican Party operatives, including advisors to the GOP elite and a managing partner at one of the top conservative political firms in the country. Potentially even more alarming, the Kanye 2020 campaign committee did not even report paying some of these advisors and used an odd abbreviation for another, moves which campaign finance experts say appear designed to mask the association between known GOP operatives and the campaign and could constitute a violation of federal laws. Did he change it to? Yeah, I don't. I don't care what the fuck he changes his name to. I'll cut like, and I say, I say this as someone who who loved him some Kanye through the years, who really enjoyed Kanye's music. I li- I listened to Donda to like the first five or six tracks. We I played the I played the fucking opening song for Sparkles and so she would make fun of it and fucking yay. I would I wouldn't doubt that one day Kanye will show up outside of Rockefeller Center and gun down Pete Davidson. Over having a thing with Kim Kardashian. College dropout, fucking all the way, all the way through the, like the late 2000s, and then he got really fucking full of himself. He got really fucking full of himself. Stronger. That's the that's a, that's actually a Daft Punk song. Right. Am I thinking of the right song? Bitch, you sure you're not a Hobbit? At the heart of Kanye's political operation was Holtzman Vogel, one of the most powerful and well-connected law firms serving major Republican political and nonprofit organizations today, and weaved throughout his campaign. Whether the multi-platinum rapper realized it or not, were Republican operatives. Who may have been less interested in seeing a president West than in re-electing President Donald Trump. I motherfucking gay fish, gay fish. I fucking love that song. Pour that shit out, had it on a CD, would play it in my fucking truck. Like there's there's an extended version with another verse to it. Fucking Kanye. I promise you, he's gonna they're gonna find him outside of Rockefeller Center. He's going to gun down Pete Davidson. I'm not happy about it. I like Pete Davidson an awful lot. I will miss Pete Davidson. Uh I mean we could do worse as a as a president, I would think. We could do a fucking lot better, but I think we could do... Like, Kanye would be a better president than Trump. But, like... Low fucking bar there. I think The Rock would be a better president than Kanye. Also, low bar, but, like... president President Rock maybe something that you get that's not out of the realm of, of possibility what not what not you don't are you telling me that you think Kanye would be a better president than the rock Rock yay 2024. no the rock would the rock is smart like the the rock is incredibly smart oprah would be awful dr oz dr phil god dr oz will be a terrible terrible senator I I assume that's going. It's going to be Oz versus Fetterman in the Senate race in Pennsylvania. That's going to be one to watch next year. It's going. It's going to be fun to be in election year with you guys. It's been kind of odd doing a political show in an off year. And I was just starting in the last election year, so I didn't have. That many people that stopped by and, and said, "Hey, oh fucking oh." <laughs> Whoa, well, he's like, okay, okay. So here's the here's the thing: is like, Doctor Oz is actually a good surgeon. So, uh, we would be better off with Oz. In a position like Surgeon General than we would Oz as a Senator. <laughs> I think, you know, I don't know any surgeons, but knowing that, you know, Ben Carson was a surgeon, wasn't he? <laughs> so I, wait, okay. Okay. Is it, is it so much that surgeons have to be smart or do they just have to have like a steady hand? Like I don't have a fucking steady hand. Hey, let's not shit on car mechanics. Car mechanics are good working people. We support working people around here. I'd buy I'd buy a car mechanic a sandwich before I'd buy a surgeon a sandwich. Just saying. But no, the rock would be a better president than Kanye. I don't want any of these people to be president. Let's make let's make this perfectly clear. My pick for 2024 is Katie Porter. I think we as leftists, if you're a leftist and you're in my chat, I think we need to coalesce around Katie Porter. We need to
20: draft her, urge
1: her to run if she's not thinking about it. I think she is the perfect primary challenger. There are a lot of bright stars on the Democratic side. Katie Porter has been there just a little bit longer. Knows the territory a little better. Oh my God, Ellen would be a horrible president. Ellen Ellen might be the worst pick for somebody to, to be president. Go ahead and put that out there, yo. Of celebrities to be president. Al Franken. I would vote for Al for... I would vote for comedian Al Franken for president. I don't... I don't think that... I would look... Wanda Sykes would be good. I would love... To have one dislikes. Uh she would make she'd make an excellent congressperson, Senator. I I want an Al Franken, uh who was the was it Katie Hill was the Congresswoman that was ousted that shouldn't have been ousted? Let's get let's get the cancel culture couple. Al Franken, and Katie Hill. And then you can appeal to the Joe Rogan types like, hey, they tried to cancel these motherfuckers. Vote for him for president. That's all it takes, right? To make the, the stills go,
21: ah, 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 free speech. What about the
1: FBI? Who do we want in charge of the FBI? I want to do away with the FBI. I want to do away with the FBI. I want to do away with the CIA. Need something in its place, but those agencies, they just got to go. You just got to like nuke them, period. Not like actually nuke them. Don't anybody, don't anybody like call in some sort of fucking threat. Fuck yeah, Nina Turner. Oh God, I wish she was, wish she was in Congress. You, I, what? I don't know what you're talking about, Warlord. Rock him like a hurricane. Oh, I get, oh, the the Trump joke. Nougat, you would a hurricane joining us now democratic oh Sen- shit oh shit that was really loud all right let's it's let's, let's mock mansion now that's it's time for that part of the show nina dolly 2024 i can get behind that
21: Senator joe Manchin of west virginia senator welcome back to fox news sunday Good to be with you, Brett. Senator- is that the reaction that you have when you see Joe Manchin warlord? ...over his social spending and tax bill, a bill, the Build Back Better bill that is not coming up uh, in the Senate before the new year, in part largely because of your reservations. Without you, the leadership doesn't have the vote. I can you. believe that, Dip. So today, right now, what's the state of play?
20: Well, Brett, you know, this is a mammoth piece of legislation, and I had my reservations from the beginning when I heard about it five and a half months ago. And I've been working diligently every day and every minute of every day. I've been working on this meeting with whether it be the president, President Biden, whether it be Majority Leader Schumer and his staff, whether it would be with Nancy Pelosi, uh, all of my colleagues. I mean, from all different spectrums of, of the political spectrum, if you will, from the right to the left. From all the spectrum of this political spectrum. You know, my concerns I had, and I still have these concerns, and where I'm at right now, the inflation that I was concerned about, it's not transitory, it's real, it's harming every West Virginian. It's making it almost difficult for them. Now,
1: apparently, the White House was. Off, the cost of
20: gasoline, the cost Taken of- by surprise. The cost of utilities. With this. All of these things are hitting in every aspect of their life. And, and, you, and you start looking, and then, then you have the uh, debt that we're carrying at $29 trillion. Oh,
1: we're going to hear from AOC here in a second. That
20: we have. You have the COVID, the COVID uh, variant. The COVID. Uh, and that is re- wreaking havoc again. People are concerned. I've been with my family. I know everyone.
1: Do you know who's wreaking so, havoc on the I'm Biden
20: agenda? It's, it's fucking Joe fucking Manchin. I've
1: always said this, Brett.
20: If I can't go home and explain it to the people of West Virginia, I can't vote for it. And I cannot vote to continue with this piece of legislation.
1: I do not know how hard it is to explain uh, making child tax credits permanent, expansion of uh, uh, child daycare, universal pre-K. Which, which was scaled back incredibly, the expansion of Medicare to cover hearing. How hard is it to explain that to the people of West Virginia? Sounds like they would probably be for those things, sir.
20: Legislation. I just can't. And
1: you, you know what? You know what? You don't even have to explain it to the people of West Virginia. You just get Bernie Sanders. He'll go explain it to the people of West Virginia. You know what? I, that's That's what should have been going on. Why? Why hadn't hadn't the White House been deploying Bernie Sanders to go to West Virginia and
21: explain it to the people?
20: Tried everything humanly possible. I can't get there.
21: You're done. This is this is a no. This is a no. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grinch that stole Christmas.
20: I know to do, and uh, the president has worked diligently. He's been wonderful to work with. He knows I've had concerns and 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 the problems I've had and. And as
1: if any of that shit was even for me, as if any of that shit mattered to me, the child tax credit, but you know what? You know what? Joe Manchin, my best friend has three kids. The child tax credit was meaningful to him. And just because it didn't have anything for me in the bill doesn't mean that I wouldn't be for it because it wouldn't be good for society as a whole. And Jesus Christ, it really was like just the bare fucking minimum that the government could do this once in a 20 fucking year, 25 year investment in the country.
20: Our lives again. Uh, we have inflation that basically could harm, really harm a lot of Americans. I wish he would just go be a Republican. and ...having a hard time struggling right now. So I think that's where our attention needs to
21: be. No corporate tax rate. You know, no, they're not increasing the corporate tax rate. You're getting all the focus, uh, Senator, but are there yeah, other Democratic right. it's senators it's right. who are concerned about this bill like you are? Have you talked to
20: them? Apparently, there are a handful that are, are, in are in the, the mansion basket, basket but aren't they vocal about they it. I know the, the difficulties that I've been having with this. I've been very concerned about this. You know, when I first got to the Senate, uh, I, back in 2011, I was having a meeting on armed services. And uh, at that time, Admiral Mike Mullen was the chief of the joint chief, uh, head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff.
1: And, like, and look at this motherfucker. He is paid to be there to take the fucking bullshit, to play spoiler, so that fucking people like Dan Crenshaw can do shit like this after he fucking kills the Build Back Better Act. For those of you who are unaware, I would give anything. I'll give everything I own to piss in Dan Grunshaw's open eye hole. Give me that eye pussy. And it's videos like this it make me want to piss in his open eye hole. Oh my God. Oh my God. I should piss in the other eye so that it blinds him. Fuck dip. That's brilliant. I, I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't thought about that. You, you laid that one on me. Wow, wow. Maybe I should, maybe I should piss in the other one. So that it blinds him in the other eye. Probably not, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how, like, I've got both my eyes. I don't, I don't know how that works. What? Why not both? It's the same video over and over again. And this motherfucker, we we saw him bashing Bobert Green, talking about being performative. And this motherfucker over here fucking chopping wood for social media clicks. What a piece of shit. Now do you you guys understand why I want to piss in his open eye holes? Well, I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it being a way to accomplish something to inflict damage upon him. I just wanted to do it as, you know, like a dominant thing. <laughs> you know, like I wanted, I wanted to own him. I wanted to piss in his open... That's the... Representative Jamal Bowman had this to say about...
9: Peace and love, everyone. Congressman Bowman here. Uh, Joe sorry, Manchin killing the Build Back Better Act. This morning, that Senator Joe Manchin is a no on the Build Back Better Act. Um, as many of you know, this is something we saw coming uh, for quite some time. I'll discharge on his rank uh, to pass Build Back Better unless we had the. Inf- I don't. I don't know what his rank was. Um, so now here we are. Here we are in a situation where. Um, You know, everything is on the line of being out. Uh, He was a Navy SEAL. Does that have a rank? You know, we're talking about 84,000 families in this district that was benefiting from the child tax credit. We're talking about 44,000 children in this district that would have benefited from... To child care and universal uh pre-care. he was a lieutenant commander that seems kind of special 4,000 public housing units uh, in the district that would have been uh, improved. Lieutenant and commander sounds fucking came out and called him out for being dishonest with the president. Top notch, well, still team three fighting for the president's agenda. We've been fighting for the agenda from the very beginning, and Joe Manchin. And everything he represents has been trying to kill it.
1: Everything he represents, namely the pharmaceutical industry and the uh, coal industry, fossil fuels more broadly. We know that ExxonMobil has him by the balls. Apparently, AOC was incredibly pissed off about this. So, hey, let's hear from analyzing Representative this. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. On with Morning Joe this morning, I
9: believe.
19: Ocasio-Cortez of New York, thank you so much for being with Congressman, us.
14: Congresswoman, thanks for being with us. Uh, last time we talked, uh, we discussed how, uh, how patient progressives had been throughout this entire process. Uh, that patience didn't pay off yesterday. Um, what's your reaction?
2: Well, I think uh, what Senator Manchin did yesterday represents such an egregious breach.
1: Sexual chicken? What? What's sexual chicken? Is that a dish I haven't heard of or a sex position I haven't performed? You live in sexual anarchy? Did I Photoshop his face or not?
2: (laughs) I wouldn't Google it either. Reach of the trust of the president and it's also you know this is exactly why uh, it's an outcome that we had warned about um, well over a month ago about needing to plan a contingency plan for it it's why we insisted on having the bipartisan infrastructure plan coupled and passed together uh, with the Build Back Better Act but I think going
1: in what? The sexual chicken? I am so confused
2: it's not really about this is why sparkles wants the chat banned furious with Joe Manchin but this is the kind of shenanigans you're pulling. leadership in the Democratic Party uh, who, you know, made the decision to get us to this juncture and how we're going to move forward. And I think right now that uh, leader, Democratic leadership has uh, a very large number of tools at their disposal, the president particularly. And it's really about time that, you know, we take the kid gloves off and we start using them to govern for working families in this country.
14: Well, Congresswoman, you said yesterday that that you were not uh, upset with Joe Manchin as much as you were with Democratic leaders. Uh, And let's, uh, as my grandmother from Dalton, Georgia, uh, used to say, let's just take the
1: Two people of the same sex or opposite sex, I'm glad it gave us that distinction, who are usually just friends, flirt Make gestures and make physical contact with each other. See this is not where this is not where my mind went. I thought about like using a drumstick to penetrate or incorporating the grease somehow. Sparkles would probably want to use the skin. Then again, the skin's awful tasty. Each comment, gesture, and touch more sexual than the last and whoever gets creeped out and whoever gets creeped out first and calls it quits, loses. That is sexual chicken. Not, Not a dish where you fuck the chicken and come inside of it before you bake it. The different kind of stuffing. You live in sexual anarchy. Not high enough for this shit. What the fuck are you guys talking about? I do not know a Cleveland Steamer like it has something to, like do with shitting on a on a chest or something. I feel like Alaskan pipelines where you freeze something and no. No! Stop this! Stop this! None of this is okay. None of this is okay. You live in sexual anarchy. A Kentucky turdarkin. fucks <laughs> are too much. You guys are too much. Stop it! Stop it! You're out of line. This is this is this is why. Sparkles wants the chat band. They're on thin
14: ice. Rag off the churn. That starts with the President of the United States. Wag off the churn. What the fuck? Doesn't it? He's the one who... Uh, who shook hands with Joe Manchin uh they said they had an agreement on one of 1.75 trillion dollar bill and the president told you all
1: that you could trust him. I just I just do not understand how fucking Joe Manchin and Joe Biden aren't fucking like best fucking friends how how did he fuck Joe Biden this way Oh, God, you clipped me talking about fucking a chicken? Don't fuck a chicken. Not literally.
0: <laughs>
21: yes, yeah, she wants she wants to
1: ban the chat. I don't know if you were in here on Friday, but like shit went down. She wants to ban the chat. coming in here calling me muffins throwing around my government name how dare you yes she wants to ban all the chat I have the ability to make it subscribers only and war, Fuck world warlord fucking why everybody's like fuck it on the same wavelength with me tonight i don't know i don't know if i want to do it though okay here's what i've been thinking because she wants to ban the chat i think i'm just gonna get like a graphic that says banned and put it over where the chat is you guys can still talk and everything like it'll just say
21: banned on the screen <laughs> see, that was
1: that's the idea that's the winner right there remember this friday is christmas karaoke we're gonna sing for you sparkles and i are going to get drunk i'm a horrible singer i am a horrible singer oh hold on hold on what As a conservative, anything that starts with as a conservative. Holy shit. Let's strap in for this. As a conservative, I'm mad at Biden for not passing more corporate tax cuts. Like when the wealthy... Oh, we might might have a prankster here. I like it when the wealthy don't have to pay taxes because I am more than glad to make up the difference. My fellow conservatives and myself are so happy to pay taxes in their place. Ain't that the fucking truth? Hear, here, my friend. I'll give that an A fucking min. Yes, yes, that's what we're... We, Sparkles and I, we do things... Or we do uh, Christmas, right? Drunken caroling. We get really fucking high and we eat a shit ton. She bought garbage cans to brine ducks in. You'll you'll have to ask her. Well, the chats, the chat's banned. I don't know if you can ask. Yes, we're we're celebrating Yule, Saturnella, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Doing the, we're doing the celebration of the solstice this Friday on the Friday Night Freak Show. I don't mind like I don't mind Christmas. Like, I don't fucking like. Fuck you and your religious motherfuckers. I'm going to watch comedy movies that are vulgar. I might watch some Harold and Kumar. Or I might watch a comedy movie that's wholesome. I might watch the fucking Muppets Christmas Carol motherfuckers. Oh, okay. Maybe I was wrong about that. I thought it was some kind of festival or something. I don't know shit about pagans. What's a princess switch? I have not watched a Christmas movie yet. I had I had a lady friend over first time I'd met her. She picked Avatar to watch because like in 4K and shit. Then she talked through the in, in, in entire thing. Well, we didn't watch either. What the the 20 minutes that we watched, she watched the she talked through the entire thing, and then and then it ended when she was like, "How'd you not know that that's what was going on?" I was like, "You've been talking to me the whole time." Yeah, 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 Saturnella. See, I I wasn't wrong. Fuck yeah. Did we poke? I made it very clear to her that I would not lay a finger on her that was not uh, consented to. I was like, basically, you have to make the fucking first move. So yeah, yeah. You live in sexual anarchy. Alright, let's get off a mansion. Let's let's fucking We're done with this bullshit. Fuck mansion. Oh I'm too outgoing. Come out of your shell tones! What do you know thanks into? What, what, did I do something wrong? Yeah, I'm not very happy about like pro Beijing candidates. So, like, I don't. Pro Beijing candidate sweep the Hong Kong elections. candidates loyal to China's Communist Party won a landslide victory in Hong Kong's legislative elections after pro-democracy activists were imprisoned and authorities received the power to exclude those deemed inappropriate for office. Well, uh that kind of sounds like the reason why they they won. No expert, no expert. Candidates loyal to Beijing won a majority of the seats in Sunday's election after the laws were changed to ensure that only uh, pro-Beijing patriots could run the city. Well, there you have it. Hong Kong leader Carrie Lam said during a news conference on Monday she was satisfied with the election despite a 30.2% voter turnout lowest since the British handed Hong Kong over to China in 1997. He said that the number of registered voters reached 92.5% in the 2012-2016 elections. Around 70% of voters had registered. well that's reassuring holy shit let's check in with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell Jury deliberations began yesterday or no they began today I'm sorry Jury began deliberations on Monday, tasked with considering whether Gislaine Maxwell is a dangerous predator who recruited teens to be sexually abused by financier Jeffrey Epstein. As prosecutors put it, or the innocent woman a defense attorney described. The jury received the case just before 5 p.m. After two prosecutors and a defense lawyer delivered their closing arguments over a six-hour period. She deliberated for less than an hour and went home after being told to return at 9 a.m. on Tuesday. Maxwell, 59, had been composed, if not cheerful, as she interacted with her lawyers and family members for the first three weeks of the trial. But she seemed emotional as Assistant U.S. Attorney Maureen Comey rebutted defense arguments and asserted the British socialite believed her four trial accusers were beneath her. In her eyes, they were just trash, Comey said as Maxwell shook her head slightly and then drooped her eyes. Earlier, she had wiped her eyes twice as Comey attacked defense portrayals of the woman who testified about abuse they incurred as teenagers. Prosecutors said Maxwell played a pivotal role in Epstein's quest to sexually abuse teenage girls. Defense lawyer Laura Menninger argued that the women's recollections of abuse by Epstein and Maxwell were flawed memories manipulated decades later by lawyers seeking to pay out or U.S. government investigators seeking a scapegoat after Epstein killed himself in a federal jail in 2019 while awaiting his own sex trafficking trial. He called the defense claim that Maxwell didn't know about the abuse that occurred for more than a decade a laughable argument. Wait, who's pay who's paying Sparkles twenty K? What I missed that. What are they paying Sparkles twenty K for? Is Maxwell going to flee?
22: Now, members of the jury.
1: Three coins. Oh, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm too high for this shit. I wholeheartedly believe that Epstein did indeed kill himself. Were there forces at play that allowed it to happen? Sure. But I don't think you need any motivation to kill yourself in a jail in the United States. I wholeheartedly. Give it an eye, pussy. A couple hours ago, the jury began deliberations. The Kimberly Porter trial. This case
16: is in your hands as judges of the facts. I am certain you realize this case is is important and serious and therefore deserves your careful consideration
2: members of the jury the defendant told you her sons will be home for the holidays i don't know i don't go outside probably this was a colossal screw-up a blunder of epic proportions it was precisely. Did,
1: does she have a voice that gives you the tingles?
2: Years, and she was trained to prevent it. Now the defense will tell you that Dante Wright is somehow to blame in causing his own death. But make no mistake, we're here because of the defendant's actions, not Dante Wright's.
1: Yep. Did
0: they prove beyond a reasonable doubt?
1: This is the defense.
0: That she caused this death. No.
1: Wright, uh, what what doubt do you have? We have it on video, you motherfucker.
0: He all of a sudden breaks away.
1: Dude's name is Earl Gray. The defense attorney's name is Earl Fucking Gray. He looks exactly what you would think an Earl Gray looks like. Motherfucker, can I have you in a cup of fucking uh like uh, warmed up with some fucking milk and some sugar, please, Earl Gray?
0: That's the cause, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. That's what caused this whole incident. And my gosh, a mistake is not a crime. It just isn't. Just, it just isn't in our... No, 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 the... the we're
1: going to
0: put you in jail for a mistake.
1: Wrong! Wrong! There is literally a charge called negligent homicide for mistakes, Where you didn't intentionally kill somebody, but you fucked up so bad that somebody else died. We have laws about that, sir. You're a fucking lawyer. I think you should know that. You mean? Well, I mean, I prefer raw, yes. Who doesn't prefer raw? So, is it Porter or Potter? Let's say her name wrong. Potter, right? Kimberly Potter? Yeah, Potter. Oh, here we go. Let's do this. Potter took the stand in her own defense last week. I believe this happened on Friday. Let's watch your break down.
2: You didn't want to hurt anybody. To hurt anybody. No. That's why you said, I'm going to go to prison. I Don't.
0: <laughs> All right. The objection is sustained.
2: Miss Potter, you know the difference between left and right, don't you?
1: I'll say she's doing a much more convincing job than Rittenhouse. <laughs> Rittenhouse. This <Nothing fair> <laughs> Potter, do you, do you need a do you need
16: No. Okay.
1: I I think this is the video. Hey, let's not make fun of cat ladies. I'm an old cat man. Motherfucker, I live here by myself with a bunch of cats. What the hell? I mean, like, I I can believe that she is remorseful because she did have that reaction immediately. But, like, fuck, you did it. You did it. You you are a fu- You're a fucking cop. You should have took whatever plea deal they offered you. Why'd you waste taxpayer dollars?
0: Your visit by Zoom with Doctor Miller. A little bit at least. I
1: have I have so many shirts that have cats on them. Okay. I have I probably own more cat apparel than than most right. the, the normal people. Yes.
0: And you and me were in my office, correct? Yes. And that was the first time that you had ever seen. Well, that's
1: the thing, is like, she wishes she had done this three or four years ago. She would have got away with it. Like, she would have never even been charged. It wouldn't have been a thing. No. And you did tell Mr. Miller. I think she probably is going to serve
0: time. Back into the driver's seat of the car, which was still running. Potter. That you could observe Johnson and Luke Lucky struggling over the console, and it appeared that Johnson was trying to prevent Wright from putting a car in drive.
1: So we could have a verdict in either of these cases.
0: If you don't remember that, because it was a while ago, I can show it to you to refresh your memory. I don't
1: the remember. Maxwell trial sure. or the Potter trial, any time in the next few days.
0: To yourself. I'll
1: try to go live with it, but sometimes these things are really fucking fast. Of the
0: second to the last Does that refresh your memory as to what you told Yes. And did you
1: tell them- the fucking fraternal order of police. The police union. Oh my god, they have way too much fucking power.
19: If it's in there, I
1: must help. I... That day is so blurry. Well, and like, and they they wear them on opposite sides for a reason. Like, you draw straight for your gun, you draw across for your taser. So it's just insane that she would you think she's going for her taser.
0: You yelled, taser, 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 so your partners would disengage Disengage from right? Yes.
1: And just a few Yeah, this this wild fucking video here, like it's it's fucked up some kind of crazy. But we will probably have another pig go to prison next week, so 4.3 million people have signed a petition to commute the 110-year sentence of a truck driver who accidentally killed four. Now, I saw the headline multiple times throughout the week. Truck driver sentenced to 110 years. I just assumed he had been drunk or some shit. No! No, this motherfucker's brakes failed. I take responsibility, but it was not intentional. I'm not a criminal. Petition to show mercy to a truck driver who accidentally killed four people has passed 4.3 million signatures. I don't even know that he he should serve fucking jail time. I think the company that he works for is more liable than he is if his equipment failed. Fucking, if you're going to hand down a sentence, do it to the company that he was working for. Rigel, or Rogel Aguilera Menderos, 26, was sentenced to 110 years in prison last week for the April 2019 crash on Colorado's I-70. On the day of the crash, Aguilera M- M- Menderos was hauling lumber down a mountain road into Lakewood. He told police he lost control of his brakes and couldn't avoid traffic he suddenly encountered that had built up around an earlier crash. Now, the thing that they they say was negligent on his part was that he he went by a truck off ramp. Some twenty eight vehicles, including four other semis, were smashed up or caught in a fire. In the ensuing collision, at least six people were injured and four people, aged between twenty four and sixty nine, died. Sixty nine. Driver was convicted on forty two counts, including vehicular homicide. First-degree assault, attempted first-degree assault, reckless... I don't even understand why a prosecutor would bring these kinds of charges against him. Passing sentence, Judge A. Bruce Jones said his hands were tied because of mandatory minimum laws in the state. Despite giving him the minimum allowed, the sentences must be served consecutively, resulting in more than a century behind bars. Now, a petition to have the sentence commuted has been—it's uh, become one of the fastest-growing ever on Change.com. Rogel Lazaro Aguilero Maderos, 23, has nothing on his driving record or on his criminal history. He had uh, complied with every single request by the Jefferson County Courts and investigators in the case. He passed all the drug and alcohol tests that were given, including a chemical test. The accident was not intentional, nor was it a criminal act on the driver's part. No one but the trucking company he is or was employed by should be held accountable for this accident. That's what I said! No, we are not trying to make it seem any less of a tragic accident. That is because, yes, lives were lost. We are trying to hold the person who needs to be held responsible responsible. The trucking company has had several inspections since 2017 with several mechanical violations. According to federal records cited by Denver Channel at the time of the crash, Houston-based Castanello uh, 03 trucking had been hit with 30 safety violations, including for braking issues and a weak grasp of English in the two years prior. Prosecutors had argued that Aguelo Medeiros could have taken steps to avoid the crash, including steering onto the runway truck ramp he passed on the way down or veering away from the stopped traffic when he realized a collision was inevitable. Investigators determined he was traveling at 85 miles per hour before the crash. Now his his argument was that he actually gained speed that he wasn't going that fast. Now rightfully so, this has resulted in a boycott by truckers in the industry. I absolutely refuse to go to Colorado. I didn't care I don't care what they want to pay me. This is according to a viral TikTok. This truck is
22: no longer going to Colorado. We want justice for Rogel
1: Aguilera. Truckers, he needs our help. So, hell yeah. Solidarity with workers. I'm always all about it. trucks in Colorado. Apparently this is the backup of the trucks refusing to go into Colorado. Fucking beautiful out that way. Yeah, yeah, when do the scabs get hired? Speaking of which, speaking of scabs, check in with the Kellogg strike. But just in case anyone didn't know where we stood here, scabs not working out, we don't give a frosted fuck! I saw pictures where apparently products are getting burnt. They're finding, like, uh, uh, extracurricular shit inside products made by Kellogg apparently took their name off of Pop-Tarts we're gonna get to watch the video here from the local news hit come on pretty news lady tell us all about it Okay, I'm probably better at it anyway. I'll do it. Monday marks 11 weeks since hundreds of workers at the Kellogg's plant in Omaha went on strike. There's a chance that the strike could come to an end tomorrow. Workers from all four of the Kellogg company plants in the United States voted on whether or not to approve a second tentative agreement. This comes after the union rejected a previous tentative agreement on December the 7th. Local union president, Dan Osborne, says he felt 50-50 going into the last vote, and he feels that way again going into this one. So, 50-50 chance for tomorrow's vote. In the new offer, the company added the increased cost of living, $1.80 per hour for transitional employees, along with a one-time $1.35 raise. Kellogg's is also offering full uh, full-time employees a one dollar and ten cent raise on top of the three percent increase from the first tentative agreement. Now, I do believe Kellogg saw record profit. I'm not be confusing that with the John Deere strike earlier this year, but I do believe Kellogg saw record profit during the pandemic, which would make perfect fucking sense. So, hey, Kellogg, give some of that fucking money to your workers. Just seems like the right thing to do. More Starbucks shops are unionizing after the first historic win in New York. Just one week after a Starbucks branch in Buffalo, New York won its union election, two more Starbucks branches in Massachusetts filed for union elections, according to The Guardian. The Buffalo branch made history as the first company-owned Starbucks to successfully successfully form a union despite corporate pushback. Even the fucking president compared it to the Holocaust or some shit. Massachusetts stores in Boston and Brookline sent a letter of intent to Starbucks CEO Kevin Johnson on December 13th. In the letter, the workers cited the Buffalo branch's victory as a source of inspiration. You fucking love to see it. Also, more encouraging news. RB, if you're in here, I'm sorry. We're going to bitch about boomers. But we got to go where the data leads us. The data shows that boomers are to blame for the labor shortage in the market. Good. Let's bitch about boomers. There's a crisis closing
22: classrooms at Nurtury early education in Boston.
1: Oh, we need to get ready for the tea party.
22: The nonprofit staff has shrunk.
1: Oh, you think there's a crisis now? Holy fuck! Wait until we have another wave that wipes out more people than than uh, it has so far over this winter, and even more people get fed up with the bullshit. Wait till next year! 30%
16: Why can't you find employees? Because they can earn a lot more money working anywhere other than in childcare.
22: Across the country, more than 10% of childcare workers have left the industry during the pandemic, driven out by closures and furloughs early on, and now, wage competition. Nationwide, the average childcare worker makes just over $12 an hour, far less than K-12 through teachers. And in this competitive hiring market, other industries are raising wages to attract workers.
17: This developmental time for children is the most critical developmental time in the human life cycle. And yet we're competing against other minimum wage. We got
1: some wage expressive stuff. eyes.
22: The American Rescue Plan, passed by Congress in March, spent billions to keep the child care industry afloat. It helped Nurture raise wages a dollar an hour. But Martin Ramos, a teacher here, still works a second job at Home Depot. I've been living like pay check by check. And I was getting behind...
1: I wish they'd pay parents to stay home. We're far beyond that. There is not going to be... Like, fucking... They're going to be shutting down live
16: events again, I assume. They may sit on the wait list for the better part of 2020. They ain't gonna pay
22: people to stay home. West, roughly 10% of childcare programs have closed... There ain't no help coming from the government. And many parents are seeing prices rise and wait lists grow. And
17: parents, predominantly women can't go back to
22: work a recent survey found 84 percent of parents feel
1: over oh and i wonder what was in the build back better act that joe Manchin killed job because of it
22: the average annual cost nationwide is more than ten thousand dollars per child for the average couple that's 10 percent of their income for single parents it's 35 percent
12: is my boo-boo
22: <laughs> Rashana reynolds became a stay-at-home mom when her son was born last year she was making less than forty thousand dollars in Seattle.
11: The child care cost was more than we were paying for rent. That's how much the child care costs were. I decided, hey, I have to quit my That's
1: why people quitting their job because the child care costs more than what they're making. But the wait lists are up to two years long. Yeah, fuck kids. Not literally. Don't don't actually fuck kids. That that's bad. Don't do that. From the pandemic. Figuratively, F- fuck, fuck you, kids. The jobs recovery going forward.
22: Mila Richardson is ADP's chief economist.
2: The U.S. is losing trillions of dollars when women are not fully participant in the labor market.
22: President Biden's Build Back Better plan would invest close to four hundred
2: billion. Ain't
1: gonna do. Was this was this piece before fucking Joe Manchin torpedoed it yesterday? Four year olds and guaranteeing
22: middle class families pay no more than seven percent of their income on childcare. We absolutely
17: should. Early childhood educators can't earn any less, and so it's going to continue to take significant...
1: Parental and maternal leave comparable to other first world fucking countries.
11: But the U.S.
1: isn't going to do that because that would be good for people.
11: I was a preschool teacher and I had that job for 15 years. Bad for
1: profits, good for people. U.S. ain't going to do it.
11: Afford the cost of
1: A
22: teacher stuck at home. Needed now more than ever.
11: If you want us to pour into your children, you got to give us what we need.
1: I didn't even hear anything about boomers. What the? We didn't get a bitch about boomers at all. What the fuck? There was no boomers to bitch about in the boomer. I feel let down. All right, so here's here's where I was going to show you guys Jordan Peterson giving Ben Shapiro relationship advice. You live in sexual anarchy? But I'm not going to do that. If you'd like to see that clip, though, stick around. We're going to raid Echoplex Media And uh, I'm going to hop on with producer Dave. We're doing Meltdown Mondays in place of the media winch. No, no, his wife is a doctor. Get it right. Get it right. (laughs) But Benzo Brain Jordan Peterson is going to give relationship advice to Ben Shapiro. I think we're going to check out the TPUSA conference that's been going on. I'm sure we got lots and lots of bullshit to watch, but you know the way I do it over here. I ain't leaving you guys without getting your your dose of cuteness. You know I got an animal video ready to go. You goddamn right. This is this is a puppy getting into like a little house with a cat. Cat's biting its ass. Oh, both of them are laying in there together. <laughs> And we got a little corgi up in the corner. I don't know what the corgi's for. We can fit a corgi in there too, I think. Guys, guys, guys! You can't do it at the same time. One at a time. Only one. Only one can use the hole. Do they like each other? Like I can't tell. They seem to lay together in there. The cat seems to be enjoying it there. Not the what, what? (laughs) Oh, the one at a time in the hole, okay. Okay, okay, I feel you. always want to try that. (laughs) They may just, they may be best friends and we're just reading like they're resting bitch faces. Damn, look at that dog just stick his fucking ass on in there. The cat is still in there. The cat is still fucking in there. I mean, I feel like the cat would let it know if it wasn't into it. Oh, he's got a big bushy tail. Oh, that was sweet as shit. All right, let me get you set up. We're gonna dump you in with producer Dave. I'm gonna be along momentarily. It's just gonna take me a couple of minutes. No more interruptions this week. I will be here all week long, including the Friday Night Freak Show on Friday. Fuck, he's watching an Adrian Curry video. What the fuck's going on? Maybe he was just watching Adrian Curry to kill time until I got there. (laughs) We'll be here all week long, including Friday night for the Friday Night Freak Show where Sparkles and I are going to sing karaoke Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freegan. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live.